Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What? more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Best Fiends. By now, it's no mystery that I love playing Best Fiends. It's the perfect palate cleanser after I've spent the day writing about serial killers and mass murderers and gives me a much needed break. It's my chance to clear my head and have a little fun while still keeping my brain engaged. It is a fun and casual game filled with puzzles that keep you entertained. I am now on level 302 and have a ton of cute little critters in my collection. My favorite is still Pop, but it is getting harder and harder to choose. One of the best parts of this game is that it doesn't require the internet. So no matter where I am or what I'm doing, this game is ready to be played. My new favorite time to play is a little wind down time before bed. It updates monthly with new levels and challenges so you never lose interest. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect a ton of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends for free at the Apple App Store or Google Play. Remember, that's friends without the R. Best Fiends. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, they found the telephone have and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. On June 7th, 1940, a man was born in Reynolds, Georgia, who would spend most of his life in and out of jail. It was during one of these arrests that he made some startling confessions. Confessions that led him to be dubbed the most prolific serial killer in U.S. history. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. By now, many of you recognize the name Samuel Little. But before the dark and twisted man you see all over the news emerged, 
He was just a little boy born on June 7, 1940 in Reynolds, Georgia, to a mother who was a sex worker. Soon after his birth, he was moved to Lorain, Ohio and into the care of his grandmother. But as early as 1956, this young boy began immersing himself into a life of crime. It was then that he was convicted of breaking and entering in Omaha, Nebraska, and was sent to an institution for juvenile offenders. In his late 20s, Samuel moved back in with his mother and began working at a cemetery and as an ambulance attendant. This did not stop him from committing his crimes. In fact, it afforded him the opportunity to travel more widely and accrue convictions in various other states. In total, he was arrested in eight different states for crimes like driving under the influence, fraud, shoplifting, solicitation, armed robbery, aggravated assault, and rape. In 1961, he was sentenced to three years in prison for breaking into a store and was released three years later, and by 1975, had been arrested an additional 26 times in 11 states. Yet, none of these crimes were murder. That was until 1982, when he was arrested in Pascagoula, Mississippi, and charged with the murder of 22-year-old woman named Melinda Rose Laprie. However, the jury declined to indict Samuel, and instead, he was transferred back to Florida and brought to trial for another crime. Florida officials believed he was responsible for the murder of 26-year-old Patricia Ann Mount, but due to the mistrust of the witness, he was acquitted in January of 1984. Now, this could have been a rash of really, really bad luck that Samuel was, for some reason, being tied to two separate murders. But if the jury let him go, then he must be innocent, right? A little over two years later, he was arrested yet again when California found that he kidnapped, beat, and strangled a 22-year-old woman named Lori Barros. She survived the ordeal, and Samuel was free to go. Just one month later, he was found by police in the backseat of his car with an unconscious woman who, like Lori, had been beaten and strangled. He was given just two and a half years for both of these crimes. Samuel's story kind of cools off for a while. That was until he was arrested at a homeless shelter in Louisville, Kentucky on September 5th, 2002 and extradited back to California on narcotics charges. After his arrest, authorities entered his DNA into the system and were surprised to get a hit, and another, and another. You see, while Samuel Little was traveling all over the U.S. collecting criminal charges, he was also collecting murder victims. These three pings, those of Carol Eileen Elford, killed in 1987, Guadalupe Apodaca, killed in 1987, and Audrey Nelson Everett, killed in 1989, were just the tip of the iceberg. These three women were killed and found in Los Angeles, so he was extradited back there to face the murder charges on January 7, 2013. Within a few months, investigators announced that they were investigating Samuel's involvement in a number of cold cases. In total, he was being tested for involvement in the murders of 93 women in a number of states. The trial for the three LA murders was held in September of 2014, and on September 25th, he was found guilty and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Then, as he sat in prison serving his sentence, Samuel Little began shocking the world when, one by one, he began confessing to countless other murders. First, it was the 1996 strangulation of Melissa Thomas, 
Then he confessed and was charged with the 1994 murder of Denise Christie Brothers in Odessa, Texas, the 1979 murder of Brenda Alexander in Phoenix City, and the 1982 murder of Fredonia Smith. And as time went by, more and more confessions were made, many of which he didn't have names for. In total, he confessed to dozens of murders, and as police went to check his stories, they were finding everything he said to be credible. He wasn't some confession killer taking credit for crimes that he had not committed. He was a dark and twisted man who had confessed to the 54 murders of women ranging from all ages in states like Florida, Maryland, Georgia, Louisiana, Tennessee, Ohio, Texas, Illinois, Mississippi, Arkansas, California, and Arizona between 1970 and 1996. And as time goes by, he keeps adding to this list. All of his confessions, those who have been definitively connected to him, were Anna Stewart, Mary Jo Payton, Carol Elford, Guadalupe Apodaca, Audrey Nelson, a Jane Doe in Cincinnati, and Denise Brothers. And for 26 of the unconfirmed victims, Samuel has provided sketches of the women's faces, now released by police in an effort to ID everyone on his list. And time is of the essence. Samuel Little, now confined to a wheelchair, is nearing death's door. And while we usually root for the untimely death of a brutal killer, this man will take with him the identity of 90 or so of his victims. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on June 8th. Don't forget to subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.